Welcome to Calming Heart, the sounds of David's Psalms. I'm glad you've joined us for this brief moment we share together. I will be playing some of the music that has been brought out of the Psalms. My name is Steve Reese. I play the harp. And over the last several years, I've been bringing the sounds of David's Psalms into recordings. You can find a lot of my music on my website, www.calmingharp.com. I have CDs available and MP3s. And you can go to YouTube. If you go to YouTube and then type in Peregrinati, P-E-R-E-G-R-I-N-N-A-T-T-I, you will find hours of beautiful harp music that you can just play in the background and be calmed with the music that David may have played for his sheep at one time or another. So as we share this half hour, join me and enjoy the sounds of David's harp. Well, good morning. It's the 3rd of February. January is already gone. I keep um, thinking time must be speeding up because these months are speeding by and now we're already to 2024. But that's how life goes. So anyway, I just wanted to um, share with you today some thoughts on truth. Um, I decided to, I just had the idea the other day and I jotted it down. What does David say about truth or true? And interestingly enough, um, when you look that word up, I think it comes up about 40 or so times in Scripture. So it's in the in the Psalms alone. The word is uh, emet. And uh, it's an interesting word. Just looking at the Hebrew letters of the word, it's the aleph and the mem and then the tav. And when you take the meaning of those words, the ox is the strength. The mem is water, or it can be confusion or chaos. And then the uh, tav is the mark, or something that um, that makes note of or, or establishes a mark that uh, either ownership or e any a specific special event. So anyway, Putting those thoughts together, truth, emet, is um, a strong, I'm, I'm not sure if I would say chaos, but a strong action that makes a mark. So that kind of fits into what we understand truth to be. Anyway, the first one of the first places we find the word true coming in the Psalms is Psalm 19 
To the choir master, a psalm of David, the heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there any words, whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom, leaving his chamber, and, like a strong man, runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the end of the heavens, and its circuit to the end of them, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of Yahweh are true, are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of Yahweh are true and righteous altogether. There comes that word true or emet. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned. In keeping them, there is great reward. Who can discern his errors? Declare me innocent from hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Yahweh, my rock and my redeemer. So I wanted to play from Psalm 103, uh, something I recorded a while back. I haven't recorded it um, professionally yet, but I think I was able to mix it up to sound pretty good. So I'm going to play that, and then I'll come back and comment, uh, maybe read that psalm and comment on truth.
So that's the music of Psalm 103 of David. Bless Yahweh, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless Yahweh, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Yahweh works the righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moshe, his acts to the people of Israel. Yahweh is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. He will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. As a father shows compassion to his children, so Yahweh shows compassion to those who fear him. For he knows our frame, he remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass, he flourishes like a flower of the field, for the wind passes over it and it is gone, and its place knows it no more. But the steadfast love of Yahweh is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him and his righteousness to children's children, to those who keep his covenant and remember to do his commandments. Yahweh has established his throne in the heavens and his kingdom rules over all. Bless Yahweh, O you his angels, you mighty ones who do his word, obeying the voice of his word. Bless Yahweh, all his host, his ministers who do his will. Bless Yahweh, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless Yahweh, O my soul. So this, this subject of truth today, I wanted to... As I was going through news items the other day, and it became so evident to me that how much untruth is out there in our in our news, in our reports, in the in the media, in Hollywood movies, so many different ways that we're being bombarded with with these lies outright lies lies are the opposite of truth lies want you to believe something that is not true truth wants to establish something that is a fact and as we observe we see with our eyes what's really going on it becomes very evident to us that there are many who want to try to make us believe something that's not really what's happening. So I wanted to dwell on this idea of truth. Where can we find truth? Well, one of the things I just read in Psalm 19 and many of the other Psalms is that our Heavenly Father is the source of all truth. He does not lie. 
I think I talked a few weeks ago about how reliable our Heavenly Father is. In fact, several places in Scripture he said, I'm not like a man that I lie. If I said it, it is done. It's true. It's established. You can count on it. You can take it to the bank. But that's not true of the world. We have many politicians, maybe most, who will say whatever they think they need to say to get us to believe them, to vote for them, to support them, to send them money, whatever. And then when they get into the office, we find out that that was just words and they're not, they had no intention of doing what they said. And so we become, we, the result of that many times, and I know in my own life, is to become cynical. To go like, well, you can't, you know, I know they're not going to do it, so, you know. And, and so that cynicism sets in and we, we start to look at the world with kind of a jaded view. We have kind of colored glasses that we look at everything through and we, we stop. We stop trusting. We stop interacting appropriately with other people. We start to put up these walls and these guards and these, um, these filters. And so, you know, what, what's, what's behind all this? Well, you know, I think part of it is because we have an enemy Hasatan, Satan, uh, the accuser of the brethren, whatever name you want to give him, or it, that seeks to kill, rob, and destroy. Well, what is he trying to rob? Well, he's trying to rob our confidence. He's trying to bring chaos into our existence so that we don't know which end is up. And um, even many within the what we call the new world order or however you want to say that who are trying to subvert the natural order of things proclaim that they want to bring order out of chaos and so it's necessary to create the chaos so that they can bring the order out of that chaos and what order do they want to bring well i have to tell you it's not an order that i want as I follow the various news items and the different meetings of the big elites that are meeting together, I find that there are designs in place to put people in control that want to bring a kind of order in place that takes God out of the equation, that removes God from the conversation. And I have to say up front that the minute that we remove God from the equation, move God from our conversation, from our hearts, from our minds, from our reality, we are in huge trouble. Because first of all, the only reliable source of truth is our Heavenly Father. I can't say that often enough or with enough emphasis. Because 
if we look to the things of this world, the people of this world, the leaders that are in place at this point, or ones that we think we're going to elect it, are going to make it better, we're already in deep trouble because man is not going to be able to solve our problems. You know, when we go to Second Chronicles 7.14, it says, if my people, who, who, what people would be his people? Well, that would be those who are already realized that he is their heavenly father that are, have chosen to walk in his ways and follow his covenant. So he's talking to people who are already sold on his way of doing things. But apparently something has gone wrong because he goes on to say, if my people who are called by my name will seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, humble themselves, then I will heal their land. Well, wait a minute. Aren't we supposed to be doing all of those things every day if we're really following him? Isn't that what we're supposed to be doing? And yet somehow he thinks he needs to remind us that that's what we need to do. And apparently we haven't been doing it because our land needs healing. Well, now we have a problem. We, the people who are called by his name, have not been standing in the gap for our land. We go into, I believe it's Ezekiel, where he says, I looked for someone to stand in the gap and I could find no one. There's a gap in the wall and the enemy is entering in through the gap and destroying what's inside. You know, we have a problem in the nation of America in which we have a border that's wide open. And we don't know what's pouring through that border. There's a big gap and there's all kinds of things coming through that border. And I'm not going to get political and comment about how to fix that. But what I am saying is if you don't have your wall sealed from the enemy on the outside and the enemy can get inside, who knows what can take place. And in a spiritual sense, our Heavenly Father is saying, if my people who are called by my, my name will come before me, humble themselves, seek my face, repent of their wicked ways, of their, we're the ones who have wicked ways. Our Heavenly Father is exhorting us to repent from our wicked ways so that he can heal our land. Well, that's where we're at, folks. We have a big hole in our spiritual wall. We have a big hole in our natural wall. And because of that, the enemy is coming through and wreaking havoc. I have to say, and I'm, I'm as guilty of this as anybody else, you know, we're coming into an election season. We think that if we if we vote this one person in, then everything's going to change and we're going to go back to a wonderful America that we all used to know and live in. And it's going to get restored and we're going to make America great again. Well, I have to say, folks, we cannot put our trust in a man. And on top of that, we've only gotten to this place that we're at as a nation, as a, 
a world, you know, it's not just the United States, it's, it's everywhere. We've gotten where we are because those who are called by his name have not stood up. They have not been seeking truth. They've been listening to the lies of man and they've allowed it to influence their lives, their entertainment, their politics, their work, their their companies, their products, everything has been infiltrated with the enemy who seeks to lie, to kill, to destroy. And he's only been successful because we've allowed him to be successful. He's only been successful because we have not stood up. And I'm including myself in this. I'm not, I'm not pointing out any single person as I say these things. I'm just calling myself and anybody who's listening who wants to stand up that it's time that we do stand up. It's time that we do come before our Father and repent and seek his face and turn from our wicked ways. And if perchance we enter into this process, our Heavenly Father will be released to be able to heal our land. Now, will that healing come in restoring America or the world or the other nations of Europe or whatever back to what they should be? Or is the restoration, the soon coming of our King, Yeshua, who will sit on the throne of David as a righteous king who will rule and reign with truth and equity. Either way, I seek the plans of my Heavenly Father and I desire to be part of what He wants to bring forth on the earth. So I pray that you each would have some sober thoughts to think this week and that you would have shalom and that you would seek his face. Blessings. So I hope you've enjoyed our time together. Stay tuned, as I say. A little pun. I have many more songs to share with you. I have more to share about how this all comes together. And I pray that you will share and help people, especially those you see stressed, especially in these times that we're going through. Bring people to this calming and this peace and this rest that this beautiful music of the Psalms of David brings to each of our lives. Thank you for listening. Hope to see you next week. Many, many blessings to you all today.